1: Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here. This is going to be an epic one. Want to let you know, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a nonpartisan channel ho- focused on hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And so we want to let you know, no matter what walk of life you come from, we really do hope you feel welcome. If you love juicy debates on controversial topics, we want to let you know, this coming Friday, we will have... The Flat Earth Debate, to end all Flat Earth Debates, as Arun Raw and Nathan Thompson will be going one-on-one. So that should be an epic one. And, hey, if you want reminders of debates like that, hit that subscribe button, as we have many more debates to come. So with that, we're going to get rolling on this one. Very exciting stuff. I want to let you know, first, we are thrilled to have our guests here. We really appreciate these guys. And amazingly, though, being regulars on the channel, I mean, we, we've been having you guys on for over, it's got to be over a year. Like, like, could it be two years? It's like, so it's its going on two years, I, I think. So they've never actually crossed <laughs> swords before. They've never debated, which I'm, I'm like, how is that? Okay, for tonight, we're going to have a fairly flexible format, namely about... to 10 minutes and that's up to the speakers on whether or not they want to use that five to 10 minutes for their kind of open position statement and then open dialogue followed by q a so if you happen to have a question feel free to fire that question into the old live chat if you tag me with at modern day debate makes it easier for me to get every question in the list that we'll try to work through before we run out of time so we can't guarantee that we'll get to read everything but just tag me with at modern day debate if you'd like to enter a question Super chat is also an option, in which case it'll push your question to the top of the list. And we appreciate that support. Really does mean a lot, folks. We are excited about the future as we have a lot of epic stuff planned. Once this pandemic starts to loosen up, we really do have a lot of plans for traveling debates. So kind of like going on tour, you could say down to... You know, maybe even the Texas, Oklahoma area. You never know. So anyway, Ooh. want to say thanks so much to our guests. They are linked in the description. I'm a little bit behind. I've got to double check to be sure that it's in there. If it's not, I'm going to be putting their links in right now. So that if you would like to hear more from either Jim or Praise, you can hear more by clicking on those links during the debate. And with that, thanks so much, though, guys, for being with us. Glad to have you back.
2: Likewise, this is going to be a good discussion, Jim. I'm
1: looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely, the pleasure is all you all are. So, thanks so much. Wait, wait. To... I mean, I mean, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> and yeah, we really appreciate you going the extra mile for this debate uh, in that epic costume.
0: I mean, it's it's the least that I could do. You know, being the heathen that I am, I had to you know just give it a little effort.
1: What a sweet heathen. All right. So with that, we are very excited to give it over to Praise to make his opening statement. So with that, Praise, the floor is all yours.
2: Awesome. I'm getting ready to get this
1: rocking here. Um, so how do I share the screen thingy, James? So there's a green button, bottom middle of the Zoom window. And once oh, okay. you click that. Boom. All
2: right. So the con- so the Here it is, demons, and the contents of this presentation is evidence for demonology and PSI, evidence for demons and angels and documented miracles. So to get started, we're going to start with PSI. What is PSI? So PSI is parapsychology, and the peer-reviewed paper uh, referenced below, which I'm going to blow up for everyone, provides extensive evidence for PSI, known as parapsychology. What does PSI consist of? The definition straight from Webster's Dictionary is as follows. A field of study concerned with investigation of evidence from the paranormal telepathy, clairvoyance, psychokinesis. The paranormal, by definition, means supernatural or beyond science. However, what's incredible is the amount of evidence for PSI is paralleled with the field of general psychology, which means there's thousands upon thousands of papers as outlined below. In this paper is the Experimental Evidence for Parapsychological phenomena Review. I'm going to show this nice and big for everyone. Here is the paper right here. this journal is a peer-reviewed journal this is a this is a valid uh genuine uh arena of uh when it comes to the academia uh so this is a valid i would say um classification so i want to just want to highlight this the evidence for psi is comparable to that for established phenomenon psychology and other disciplines so i'm going to go to now a quick uh, video clip from Etzel Cardenia. He is the Thurston Chair in Psychology, Lund University in Sweden, where he directs the Center of Research for Consciousness and Anomalous Psychology. So I'm going to just play a few minutes here and then we go on. we are
3: talking about uh, the number of experiments o- overall uh, that were incorporated into your study, well over a thousand, as I recall. Over a thousand, and, yes. And uh, also,
2: did you hear that? Over a thousand um, experiments confirming PSI. So PSI has apparitions, it has psychokinesis, telekinesis, and this is actually validated through several experiments. And what are these experiments? We have psychokinesis on random number generators, psychokinesis on living systems, ESP in the Gans field, remote viewing, present, presentment studies. So what is psychokinesis in the Greek? It means soul and movement, telekinesis from far off and movement. So this has been established for so long, and uh, it has extensive, again, extensive citation and documentation, experimentation for this. So this was posted in the Washington Post. Um, as a psychiatrist, I diagnose mental illness also helps spot demonic possession. So I'm not going to read the whole article. But what's interesting is this uh, psychologist, he knows he can determine the difference between someone who's mentally ill and someone that is demonically possessed. And he goes into uh, languages that's, that's several people uh, have that he's diagnosed and he's uh helped and he's actually he's actually witnessed people speak like 20 different languages at once and uh, i think that goes beyond the human scope and it just doesn't happen on a whim there's no naturalistic explanation so that is the paranormal and it's again the definition of paranormal means supernatural So yeah, here it is. People check this out. I'm not going to go through the whole thing again because I have a limited amount of time. I don't want to waste everyone's time, but there it is. And make sure to move this over. There we go. And now here is another journal, Demonic Possession and Parapsychology. So I'm just showing you the the literature that's out there. Surveys selected possession cases and lists uh, features commonly present. The, this, these include such parapsychological phenomena as levitation and the ability to use to use unlearned languages. The vicious and violent violent psychokinetic and ESP manifestations make it doubtful that the, pho- the phenomenon is a conventional poltergeist or any other general manifestation of psychic ability or due suggestion. Although these possible explanations are related to possession. So I'm going to go back to this. This is... Uh, this was presented on TED Talk. Here's psychology.
4: Oops,
2: I'm going to get him nice and big for everyone to look at. So this is a uh, uh, he is all he's a cosmologist and he's he's also a PhD psych or psychologist. So he has background. He's one of the most well-known people. Uh, I'll, I'll get his name after this, but I'll, just, I'll let him play the clip here and everyone to see.
4: Very uh, fierce poltergeist, and the lady solved it. Well, I instructed her at the telephone, and she uh, wrote me an email and described how she got rid of the poltergeist simply by knowing what I just told you. So can we get? I think that I can make the fortunate report that the poltergeist has vanished. My first assumption after the telephone conversation was that the house does not like me, and I do not like the house. But since the phenomenon did not disappear, I thought that this cannot be the problem. And besides, this would have been a known problem. When I looked
2: Oops uh right Well
4: I'm going hold well, that's my bad uh,
2: I'm gonna get it over here. <laughs> Whoops.
4: Very, uh, How do I get this? Uh, fierce podcast.
2: Oh well. But uh this guy is Raymond. Uh Very, Walter Von Lakudu. Uh,
4: fierce <laughs> podcast and the lady and, uh, solved it. Well
2: a I- Ted talk, he he just shows a woman that has they have visual evidence of an apparition attacking a lady. So, I mean, there's just so much evidence that we can go to, uh, experimentation. Uh, so this isn't like um, some type of woo science or some type of thing that people make up, like conspiracy theories, like flat earth. There's no, it's not even comparable. And now I'm going to go into near-death experiences, evidence for the reality. So this, again, is another peer-reviewed journal. It's MBCI. Uh, in near-death experiences, report about seventeen percent of those people that nearly die. But see, here's what I like about this uh, this paper here, this journal, is he goes into the line of evidences where it eliminates naturalistic phenomena being the case. So, number one, the re- the number one evident line of evidence is lucid organized experiences while unconscious comatose clinically dead near death experiences occur at a time when a person is so physically compromised they are typically unconscious comatose or clinically dead considering ndes from a both medical perspective and logically it should be not possible for the unconscious people to often report highly lucid experiences and there's another. There's there's one paper people can look at. It was by Jeffrey Long. But here's the major one that I really wanted to focus on is um, Bruce Grayson. He's been in this field for over 25 years and has thousands of accounts. And he he has a thorough. Uh, Debunking of every possible explanation, natural explanation, birth memories, altered blood gases, toxic for hallucinations. So that's a a typical explanation. That's what uh, skeptics like to say. They're hallucinations, but he goes through and completely uh, obliterates that idea. Neurochemistry. uh, So he goes through that. He goes through neuroanatomy positive so we can go to all this stuff but here's the thing though that if you most of these cases of of these near death experiences they have people that have um unaccountable information that from the past of past relatives and information that cannot be attained through uh natural means so and then there's blind people that were born that were born blind at death. I mean, I'm sorry, born blind at birth. So, and then they then they they explain the the color of snow. They 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 uh, describe trains outside. They are explaining people and what they look like. And these are blind people. So these you can't just write it off and hand wave it off. And say, oh, we, it's just, it's just a, a nature of the gaps. And uh, no, there's, there's a point where it does become parapsychology there, or paranormal, which means beyond science or supernatural. But here's the thing that, here's another thing I'd like to show that just even in general positive psychology, there's uh, six things that are virtues. And one of them is transcendence. And I wanna show the definition of transcendence here. So here's from the APA Dictionary of Psychology, Transcendence. Transcendence is a metaphysics in the study of consciousness, a state of existence, a perception that is not definable in terms of normal understanding or experience. The term may imply a state that goes beyond conventional conceptions of the natural world. I mean, this is just in general psychology. So um, I I think that's pretty much all I had to show is we have near-death experiences that show angels, afterlife. We also have demonology and parapsychology. We have—it's just an abundance, an abundance of citations and journals. So I, with that, I end my time, and uh, I can see to Jim.
1: Thanks so much. Praise. We will kick it over to Jim Majors. So what I'm going to do is just put in. Uh there you go thanks so much praise you already got it before i could so we're going to kick it over to jim majors thanks so much jim for being here the horn floor straight. is all let's
0: yours see. all right get my horns straight man <laughs> all right uh thanks praise for that i uh, appreciate your uh, your opening and again thanks for the for this uh this debate let's see okay so when it comes to demons first, we need to establish what we're talking about. I think we all know what praise is talking about. He's talking about your typical Emily Rose, uh, demonic or spirit possession, uh, foaming at the mouth, convulsing, uh, um, a clear aversion to uh, to religious, uh, uh, religious uh, artifacts, religious trinkets. Um, so, I mean... It, as far as demons go, do demons exist? In short, no. Uh, the long part's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> so, demons exist in the same way that angels exist, or uh, Satan exists, or um, uh, the the fallen angels or the the Nephilim uh, exist, and. That is, they exist in concept alone. And those concepts are ambiguous and they change over time. Um, For instance, uh, demon, or in the Greek, um, uh, uh, daimon, daimones, daimonion, um, did not always have a negative connotation, did not always have a dualistic connotation. In fact, the earliest uh, concepts of a demon were... not good not bad could be either or could be a little bit of one and a little bit of the other but very rarely did you see any demon that was just pure evil or a an agent of evil um, in in fact in the uh, in the Old Testament by and large God is the source of all things he's the source of uh, of evil uh, you can see that in uh, I, in Isaiah 45 um, but in the New Testament, um, demons are the source of evil. They are co-conspirators with the uh, the evil archetype uh, Satan. Uh, they are the the source of disease. Uh, now, now that's that's always been been the case. Demons have always been identified as these things, but not just these things, not just negative things. They were also um, uh, they were also credited with things like lightning. Um, uh, earthquakes. Um, people like Plato and Socrates um, uh, thought of of demons like that. Uh, it, in fact, it wasn't up until somewhere in in Second Temple Judaism, somewhere between the fifth century BCE and the first century CE, when we see this rise in Jewish Greek literature, uh, especially um, especially apocrypha, especially these these extra canonical books these books that were were that were seen as later as as no-goes um this is when we first start to see this dualistic interpretation of the greek terms daimon and daimonion um but not exclusively dualistic in fact it wasn't until the church fathers got a hold of it and got a hold of some uh some extra biblical literature um, most likely some uh, Enochian literature probably had some uh, Zoroastrian um, uh, influence some Persian uh, um, religion influence as far as like the dualistic uh, nature there. Um, So it's not until like the second or third century that when the church fathers start associating the fallen angels, their spawn, the, uh, their, uh, their, their souls, or the, so to speak, that that uh, roamed the earth after they were after they were, were killed. The, the, there were several different interpretations. It, it, it demons have evolved a lot up until now. In fact, there's no word for demon in the Hebrew. Um, there are several words, five or six, I believe. There's six words that are translated from the Hebrew into daimones or daimonion, um in uh, in the Septuagint. Um, and the closest one, I guess the one that, that's, that modernly we associate with a demon would probably be the Shadim, um, or the, the, like the, the shades, but they were, um, to, I guess the best way to explain it would be like lesser, lesser gods or yeah, And this is about the same time that we see the rise of uh, Satan as an actual entity, as an actual one angel instead of just a general uh, rebellious adversary. Um, And we see Satan getting cast out of heaven with the angels that followed him. And in the Christian mind, those are the demons, um, usually in in most interpretations. Um, So, what is the evidence for? these demons. Now that we've kind of established what they are, we know that they're these evil, uh, little agents of bad agents of Satan that are, uh, that can possess us. They can take over our, our body. They don't have any form themselves, even though they're, they're often, uh, they're often, you know, characterized, uh, they're often personified and, uh, uh anthropomorphized as, you know, having horns, wings. I left, left my wings in the closet. Um, Actually, don't have wings, uh, but that'd be cool if I did. So it's the, it's usually identified in, like Praise said, uh, in demonic possession or in cases of exorcism. Um, but there's a huge problem with with exorcism. A huge problem. Um, it, it's actually funny that Praise mentioned uh, Richard Richard Gallagher. Uh, he's a a psychiatrist. Um, he's, but, and he's also called the world's leading expert on demonic possession. He wrote a book called, uh, demonic foes. It's all about exorcisms and his 25 years as a, as an exorcist. Um, but there's no evidence for these incredible events for all these things that he's, he's seen. There is no evidence. There's no video. Uh, and these, these, and these are fairly modern, you know, um, uh, events. But Gallagher has an answer for that. He says that the demons won't submit to lab studies or allow themselves to be easily recorded by video equipment. Uh, he says that they want to sow doubt and not confirm their existence. And the church will not compromise the privacy of a person suffering from possession just to provide film to skeptics. End quote. So that I mean that's that's really con- really convenient. Um. So is demonic possession demonstrable? Well, according to Gallagher, the world's leading expert on, uh, on demonic possession, no, because the demons are clever and tricky. Um, many psychologists have in his field have spoken out against him. They were deeply concerned about his methodology, his conclusions, uh, his uh, contribution to practices that are potentially harmful to their, the, uh, the patient's mental health. And some of the, the psychologists in this field even go as far to say that he, uh, his grasp of science is troubling. Uh, in fact, there's been many reports uh, out against him. One was done by three clinical psychologists, one a professor, uh, and they say that, uh, that talking about one particular uh, exorcism, they say that uh, they, they quote him, they say, quote, she could tell some people their secret weaknesses, such as undue pride. She knew how individuals she'd never known had died, including my mother and her fatal case of ovarian cancer. Six people later vouched to me that during her exorcisms, they heard her speaking multiple languages, including Latin, completely unfamiliar to her outside her trances. Okay, so apparently she could only speak these languages inside of her trances and he only knows this because six people later told him that. Uh, And because she could tell some people their secret weaknesses, like undue pride, whatever kind of weakness that is. Um, And she knew how his mother died. First of all, you can find out how somebody's mother died online. Uh, It's called hot reading. Um, They could have gotten Could could use cold reading for for some of those things as well. Um, He also assumes uh, that one that these uh, these anecdotes of of supposed eyewitnesses uh, who already have a belief in demonic possession are reporting it accurately. He's not seeing this for himself. He's not. He has no no verifiable evidence. Same amount of evidence that you and I have, and he's just saying, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to write that down. That, That that sounds good." Uh, he also assumes that the patient could already speak these languages while uh, while in a trance, um, but he fails to entertain the possibility that she already knew these languages that she was speaking. Um, talks about the displays of extraordinary strength, which is not something unheard of uh, for people who are uh, in extreme situations uh, and under the influence of, of adrenaline. Um. The, the the levitation would be something awesome. That would be something really, really great to note. But Gallagher himself says, quote, I have not witnessed a levitation myself, but half a dozen people I work with vow that they've seen it in the course of their exorcisms. He is the world's leading expert on demonic possession, and he has not seen in all his 25 years of depossessing repossessing bodies, depossessing demons, exercising demons has never seen a levitation, but six people that he's worked with, who I assume aren't the leading expert in demonic possession, have seen it. Um, In, in many cases of this exorcism, uh, supposed demonic possession, it's, uh, it's, it can be faked. It can be something uh learned and mimicked um in order to fulfill a certain agenda, um, whatever that may be. Um Robert Baker in nineteen ninety-two, uh in his uh in his book Kid and Memories, he uh, talks about how there were nuns who used to act possessed. Oh, I'm a unicorn, shit. <laughs> There were nuns who used to act possessed, so they would be able to get out their sexual frustrations without, uh, uh, without being uh, culpable themselves. So they could just blame it on the demonic possession. They could get their rocks off, and then you know they could uh, get exercise, and then good to go. Because, you know, people can be possessed over and over again, or it might take somebody 62 times to uh, be, uh, be exercised. How much time do I have left? Okay, if we're about to the end, then uh, uh, can I get one more minute? Sure. Okay, and just one more point that I want to touch on is parapsychology. Yes, there are many, many studies in parapsychology, but there's no way to determine a causal mechanism for any of these, these things, for ESP, for telekinesis, any of that. Um, and, and, the, the cause mechanisms that are, that are posited are wildly speculated and the speculation is demonstrable in the sheer lack of agreement amongst the people, uh, who are positing these, these, uh, potential causes. Uh, there are so many problems, uh, the law, second law of, thermo, of thermodynamics, uh, that, that there's there so many issues with parapsychology and it hasn't moved hasn't advanced at all in its understanding of quote-unquote parapsychology or the, or the psi since the late 1800s has not moved at all uh and with that i uh surrender the few seconds that i have thanks you got it thanks so
1: much Appreciate oh yeah that. um demons don't exist Thanks so much. And we will kick it into open conversation mode. Praise, are you convinced? Are you ready to just lay it down and move
2: on? Oh yeah. On? Oh yeah.
1: Give it to me, man.
2: <laughs> um, so there's a couple things that I think you misrepresented, and that's parapsychology at the end. And uh it play Cardania. I'm gonna just pull it up really quick and let you see something. There it's it's not it's not only a, it's an ongoing thing. It's exploding right now. So that's, I think, that's a mischaracterization of the field of PSI. I'm going to share that real
0: quick. What, what was what was the the latest discovery or the latest breakthrough that they've
3: had?
2: Uh, was psychokinesis, and I, I'm here. I'm going to actually show that as well. The, the experiments we have psychokinesis on random number generators, and we can go into that. We can go to each thing here, um, but through popular books, portrayals. Hold on, that's not that I'm trying to get to my internet. Oh, well, but I, it's not good. It's not connecting right now. But we have five classifications of experimental evidence. And so you can't, we just can't decide, oh, no, there, yeah, there's no evidence. But yet we have thousands upon thousands, as I showed in the beginning of my presentation from Etzel, that it's it's uh, over an abundance amount of uh, experimentation for PSI. And, And another thing I wanted to address you with is, you said there's no mechanism for the paranormal. Well, that's that's well, that's what you would expect if there is a supernatural dimension. It's not. That's assuming that there are. It is mechanistic, or God is a mechanistic God. Or the supernatural realm is mechanistic. So no, I think that is um, an argument from ignorance.
0: Well, it doesn't have to be mechanistic. It just has to be causal. There just has to be some sort of causal link that you can establish other than speculation.
2: Well, see, is but you, but is that? I mean, that's close to me begging the question, though, because are you assuming that there's a material causation, or are you looking? And what would a supernatural I, I causation? It has
0: to be a material one. It just has to be a, a demonstrable. Uh, one that can be repeated—that's what experimental evidence is for—is so that it can be repeated.
2: Okay, um, but here's another thing too: the growing evidence for demonic possession. This is in Springer. Would you say Springer is a uh, trustable syndication, or you think that's a bias source? Or,
0: um, no, I've I've actually actually read the 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 one that you're talking about.
2: So um, there is evidence in. In this arena of uh, demonology, and so what did what did you get out of Betty Stafford's um, citation ta- her, her um, paper?
0: So I, I'll 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 answer that, but but I don't I kind of I think I'm, I might give away something. So can you mind if I ask you a real quick question? Sure. Just a, okay, easy easy answer for this one. Um, how are demons exercised
2: And through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
0: Is that the only way? Yes. Okay. Um, did you know that in this study, it talks about the a a Chinese Taoist abbot um, who walked up to the person who was uh, who was possessed, holding an ivory tab a ta- tabulate, which is essentially like a, an, an amulet. It's been around since like Mesopotamian times. Uh, which to the the Taoist was a symbol of uh, wisdom and authority. Uh, it's called a, 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 who or a hue. I, I think it's just who, mm. um, and prayed in the name of Shangdi, their, uh, their, their deity. And he was cured. It also speaks about a, a, an Indian Baba, uh, or a, a Baba is like a, like a, a, a Hindu, uh, a, a, Hindu holy man. Um, he was holding an arti, which is essentially like a little metal tray with, a. Uh, uh, it is called like a tray of lights but it's like a, it has like a like a votive candle or a candle on it and some other elemental representations fire water earth uh, whatever um and in in hinduism the demons fear the name of the lord hanuman uh hanuman's the the son of the the wind god Vayu uh, and guess what they were cured uh so it, it seems like you travel from culture to culture and it depends on the person's belief. And oftentimes when the person is exercised, uh, it's, it's not a cure. And one has to, at one at that point, one, one has to wonder, okay, well, well, what is it? Is it, um, is it, uh, is it, like, do I need to resort to, uh, to conventional medicine and, uh, psychiatry first well of course that's 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 a given yeah but sometimes medication doesn't work and uh for like for for schizophrenia patients uh I, their medicine works for them i believe only 20 or 30 uh, percent of uh, of people who have uh, schizophrenia um there are some people for whom we we cannot help we, or we cannot cure with medicine we, we cannot get it down to a maintainable level Right. But the fact of the matter is Is that exorcism Has been shown to do nothing But With all of the supposed Claims of demon Possession One there is still So there's Zero evidence there's Some Hoax videos on online yeah, hold, there are hold, some... I just want to
2: respond to each claim Because I don't want to like sure, try sure, to... Sure. Yeah so Number one, I think
0: the the, the Chinese abbot and the uh, the, uh, Hindu baba.
2: Yeah, I think Jesus made it clear Satan cannot or Satan doesn't cast out Satan. And you're talking about healings. I wouldn't call that a a demonic exorcism. Some exorcism is getting rid of uh, or um, expulsion of a demon from a person. And if you look at the the Bible, they had demons. No, what I'm saying though, but you said heal. Does that mean like a physical healing, or what no, does that well, mean?
0: I, well, spirit, spiritual healing—that's essentially what an exorcism is, is it not?
2: Um. Well, I mean, so
0: when Jesus exercised demons, he he was said to have healed them.
2: Yeah, but I would say that the 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 word there, heal, is a buzzword. I think we we have to unpack that a little bit. Well, so, yeah, I
0: mean, it, it, it's an ambiguous term, but but it is yeah. accurate. Um, they they had an affliction, which was the demonic possession, and it was cured.
2: Okay, so I think the, bib- the biblical perspective of an, an exorcism is a little bit different mm-hmm. because it, Jesus yes. says that they when when one when, when a, when a uh, spirit is uh, exercised, that seven others or, or seven times those are looking forward to come back into that without the gospel preaching to them.
0: Right. Without being replaced by God.
2: Right. So yeah. you have to fill them with some type of spiritual uh, gospel or some type of right uh, principle, and, you know, some type of teaching or something. So, and,
0: and, and that belief is common in Islam, in uh, Buddhism, in, uh, in Hinduism, uh, in Judaism, uh, where, where, yeah, where the demons do have an opportunity to, to, come back that's why like in in uh jewish mythology uh in like uh in second temple uh greek jewish literature um you have uh like this idea of banishing a demon to uh to tartarus uh like down to the the underworld uh where where they where they come from but if you leave yourself open to it, it's not always seven, you know, but it is uh, the, the theme of a, of a demon being able to re-enter you is very common. And that's, that's, uh, I think that's just a, a, a practical uh, uh, piece of theology to explain why people aren't healed by these, uh, by, by these demons. I mean, like you, you have to admit, like the, the best potential cases of demonic possession that we know of, um, with the most, uh, what you could say, uh, quote-unquote, evidence for, they, it, it takes months, sometimes years. Uh, people die from it. Um, uh, Annalise, uh, Annalise Michelle, a little German girl, uh, she, she died weighing 68 pounds at 20-something years old. And with her knees broken because she was uh, being forced to kneel so many times for the exorcism. I think she was exercised some 60 something times.
2: Now, was this a Catholic organization or do you know what organization this is?
0: That what that
2: you said a a girl, uh, Lisa, I believe. um,
0: uh, Her name is uh, Annalise, uh, Annalise Michelle. Yeah. Uh, Let me make sure I got that right.
1: Want to let you know, folks, while Jim is looking that up, we, if you have not heard, if you have been living in a cave on Mars with your fingers in your ears, we at Modern Day Debate have invaded the podcast world. So we're very excited about that. You can find us on all of your favorite podcasts, including Google Podcasts and the iTunes Store. So very excited about that. Check us out and rate us. That helps a lot. So we'll kick it back over to james majors uh uh, it's jim um yeah
0: our name was was uh uh, um anna elizabeth uh, she went by annalise uh michelle she was a a german girl she died in 1976 at the age of 23 uh the cause of death was determined to be malnutrition um because after the 67 uh um uh, exorcisms um at some point she had stopped eating um, she was malnourished, dehydrated. Uh, she only, uh, she weighed w- much less than she should have. Like I said, she had, she had broken knees from, from, uh, from genuflecting, uh, for the, the exorcism rights. Uh, and her parents were actually, uh, 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 found guilty of negligent homicide.
2: Um, Yeah, which is right. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think that's the issue. Like, you have to have spiritual discernment. I mean, Richard Gallagher, you're bringing up him, I think he does have very, I think, um, valid spiritual discernment. So it's and this is where we have to know the difference between um, something, someone someone who is possessed and someone who's not, someone that is going sick. And the Bible makes it clear there is a distinction there between someone who is sick and possessed. So um, you have to, I think this is also the Bible makes it clear that only a few people have this spiritual discernment or ability. Like it has to be a gift. And even the apostles messed up a couple of times with their uh when they're trying to exercise demons so it's it should be much more treaded cautiously and unfortunately people don't do that and um so i would say that account really is just an account of negligence on religious people and but see that doesn't mean that they don't exist though it just means that there's negligent people out there
0: sure but these negligent people um are what account for so much uh um, uh, so much child abuse being connected with this. Um, the department of education in the United Kingdom saw an 11% rise, um, in two, uh, between 2017 and 2018. Uh, there were some 1800, um, abuse cases that were linked to demonic possession just in England. Um, and it was like 14, uh, 1400 or 1500 in 2016. Um, so it's it, it's on the rise and it's because you know they there is no discernment first of all that I mean sure if you want to say that there needs to be spiritual discernment that's fine but there needs to be first a rational uh, natural discernment first a scientific discernment um, d- dissociative uh, uh, identity disorder uh, uh, mm-hmm. epilepsy um, uh, schizophrenia um, I mean the Right. Tourette syndrome. There, there are so many explanations for these things, and it's demonstrable by the by the incredibly small number that the the church actually exercises in comparison to the request to be exercised. Uh, it's it's so much. It's so astronomically small. In fact, it's it's so embarrassing. I'd, I'd wager it's embarrassing to them. Is the reason that they don't even. Uh, even listed They don't. They don't publicize any of their uh, their exorcisms until years and years later, and then still with very spurious evidence.
2: So let me let me read a couple points to you. So I agree with Richard Gallagher that these demons are not going to try to advance the kingdom of having the kingdom of light, and they are going to try to do seeds of doubt. Why would they manifest themselves to, in front of the world for everyone to see? Do you know what that would cause? It would cause people to leave their doubt and And uh, stay in skepticism and into atheism and why would they
0: expose too. themselves to a priest that can exercise them?
2: because that's their that's their realm where they can operate where they can um at least uh, not be uh, scrutinized in a, into a um a way to be exposed into.
0: It's because they're compelled to, right? Through holy water or uh, Latin chants or whatever. Yeah, right? and that's
2: just religious shenanigans to me. Uh, the Bible is is much; it's drastically different. There's nothing about holy water. It's always about faith, mm-hmm. and, and it's and but, it's a high level of faith too. Where Jesus but do demons always present themselves? No, they won't, and they will not do that. And so why uh, don't?
0: So, so why do they present themselves to somebody who can um, exercise them?
2: Uh, because i think there's the dynamic there with with jesus christ i think that is the um th- i would say that's the underpinning of why there is exorcism because of jesus christ they recognize his authority just like the book of acts and they said we know paul we know you but uh who were they there's this another guy there that was some uh, re- is like some idiot there like was trying to play he he wanted to be i think uh, buried in the ground he thinks he thought he was going to resurrect or something and like some idiotic uh, belief and that's the problem you have idiotic beliefs out there mixing with the spiritual realm and but see you know parapsychology I and mean, people just try to keep you know dismissing it but it's not going to go away because we have several sciences out there that go into that realm And like, that's the, like, see- like
0: what like like i mean like what advances have been made in parapsychology
2: um, we have quantum mechanics. I think the observer effect, we have different no, things. The, the,
0: the quantum mechanics absolutely fails, uh, uh p- parapsychology once you, in it, it just shows a, a, a misunderstanding of, of, uh, of quantum mechanics. Um, they, they, they propose this, uh, this, this, uh, this universe model, uh, or the, this, uh, the, the, the block model, um, that's, uh, um, that where where time is simultaneous, where all time at one time is is existing at one time, past, present, and future. It's all one big one big big mashup. Uh, it, it it just shows a a, a complete misunderstanding um, of a of uh, the second law of thermodynamics of uh, of the law of relativity of causality. Uh, of uh, of uh, of um, inverse square law, uh, it's um,
2: but yeah. I would say the thermodynamics actually support our point because uh, we're, it shows that there was a definite beginning time. It shows that there is you know a beginning, and then there has to be a beginner that began this reality. And I would say also quantum mechanics. I mean, I can show you like twenty five <laughs> different things in there that show that. Reality is not real. It's, it's, it's a fabrication. It's a simulation if you want to call it a simulation. So thermodynamics, but, but, in, but you,
0: in, you understand that the energy cannot be created or destroyed. So in something like, like precognition in this block model universe that they propose um, they that violates the thermodynamic principle because the future cannot affect the past without there being some energy created or destroyed.
2: Oh, that's assuming there is a future, and I would so, say that time is a future relative. Now.
0: And now, and now,
2: that could just be present. It's just another present time moment. See, we're gonna argue well, in, what in time the block is. model;
0: it's all on the same thing, but that doesn't change the fact that we have our perception of that, and whatever precognition that we're using, whatever, um, uh, uh, whatever, parapsychological uh, um, attribute where we're we're employing telepathy. What, whatever, it it, it requires acting wi- within our framework, right?
2: Well, no, that's assuming that is material. Though, what if we are in a mental? What if we're in an idealistic type of reality? Like what? Um, so idealism is mental. It's fundamentally mental. We live in a, we live in a mental reality or dimension, if you want to call it that.
0: Okay, but I don't. I don't see how that that gets you away from or gets you to be uh, to be allowed to violate the law of thermodynamics. Well,
2: it's mental causation. Well, mental. So I would say thermodynamics is uh, fluid. It could change with the mind. So the mind is the most fundamental force in reality, and I can show you so many different citations. Parapsychology confirms well,
0: in, in our perception of reality. Yeah.
2: Yeah, our perception of reality. Right. So that
0: that's just neuroscience. that's not parapsychology.
2: No, uh, no. It, it goes it goes into quantum mechanics too, because and when we go down to subatomic particles, that they don't exist without mental observation. Right. And so, if okay, that so is that- fundamental, then the mind is um, reality.
0: Okay, but w- what about ca- yeah. what about causality?
2: So causality would just be something that would be pertinent to us, not necessarily the supernatural realm. So in this, no,
0: it, it would be pertinent. Effects need need to have causes necessarily, right?
2: Um. Well, with God, no. And, with the universe. Well, with the universe. Um,
0: are you saying that the universe is not contingent?
2: I would say it's emergent. I wouldn't say that it, it was. I, I wouldn't say that there was a ex nihilo event or something like that. I'm not talking um,
0: about ex nihilo. I'm just, just simply talking about a causal chain, a causal event.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we can go the principle of sufficient reason. I think that would secure that uh, belief or hypothesis. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there should be some sort of causal link for what we observe in a demonic possession, right?
2: Um, not necessarily, maybe just with the background. And I would say that things with the background, the universe, and things things that are mater- we, we perceive as physical material are just a fabrication. They're, they don't really exist.
0: I think you're breaking up on me. I don't know if it's my connection or yours.
2: I think it's my connection.
0: Yeah, hello, I mean, hello, it's hello. Really, yeah, It's like like slower or
1: whatever. Or, or is it me, James, or is it? Jim? Uh, I think it's more Jim's uh connection. I hear praise pretty clearly, but you've been going on those websites I told you not to go on, Jim. Uh it's a little bit hard to hear you. So <laughs> let's see. Well, I don't remind you folks, we Yeah, it looks like we might he might no yeah.
2: I was having a good combo man I was, I was getting right into a good one
1: wait he might just be standing still jim oh i think he's frozen okay so want to let you know folks i'm sure he'll be back in just a second i hope yeah a lot of, sometimes i think he's got storms where he is uh whether or not that's true tonight, I don't know. It is Halloween. <laughs> spooky. Hopefully he's okay. But want to let you know we're confident he'll be right back. And also want to let you know, folks, as always. Oh, I think, yeah, we got, yeah, I think we're getting back. Yeah. Can you hear us, Jim? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yes.
2: Yeah, well, you're cracking up a little bit, but... Yeah, so we were talking about um, the second law of thermodynamics. We're going to get back into that. So I guess my point is that it's still mental causation. So we can have a a series or a chain of mental observers, and I think that fits fine with what, what you were bringing up. Can, you, or can Jim hear me?
1: Jim, can you hear us? Very spooky. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah hey, I'm joining I'm me on my phone.
1: Okay. And we are going to want to give you a reminder folks we're going to go to q a and maybe about five minutes here so do want to let you know if you have a question fired into the live chat at this point we've got a good amount of questions so there's no guarantee that we'll get through all of them so heads up sorry about that if we don't get to read your question but uh yeah we will go into the q a about five minutes and jim can you hear us now Is Jim in the house? Want to let you know, folks, though, you'll see at the bottom right of your screen, we are very excited as this Friday, this may be the biggest baddest flat earth debate you've ever seen in your life we know how much you love flat earth debates folks i i just uh i don't know you guys a lot of you seem to love them but we are excited as this one will for sure be an epic one as anytime you have nathan thompson and aaron together it's going to be nuts believe me so We're very excited. That should be a lot of fun. Nathan Thompson is in the chat right now, folks. So if you want to say hi, harass him, you know, just kidding though. If you want to do us a favor, I totally cool. If you want to basically, if you want to attack people's arguments, feel free. We encourage you. No problemo. We do want to ask that you'd be your regular friendly selves though. And so we do want to ask that you not harass people even if it's Nathan (laughs) Thompson's. Yo, what's up,
2: Nathan? What's going on, buddy? That's
1: right. Uh, Praise has debated Nathan in the past. That was an exciting one. I got wrecked. And we, yes, we are very excited about that. Also, though, folks, if you've not seen this, I, I think in terms of debates that we've had, you know, we usually put out the event. I mean, sometimes it's a couple hours before, like tonight. But... We oftentimes, we try to put out the event, if it's going to be a big event, we try to put the page up early. And I don't know if we have ever gotten as many likes on an event before it started as the one that is currently on the bottom right of your screen saying Marxist versus capitalist. Namely, this <laughs> is going to be Dr. Wolf, who you see on the left, taking on Dr. Friedman. This is honestly going to be, so you. if you don't know who these gentlemen are. Dr. Wolf has been on, I think, like Fox News, CNN. So big time economist that's been interviewed, I mean, at really high levels. And David Friedman, brilliant, absolutely brilliant as well. And so uh, as a side note too, by the way, David Friedman, the son of Milton Friedman. So the famous libertarian economist. So that is going to be honestly unbelievable that's this thursday so we have this week is honestly going to be as i think tioga says off the hook it is going to be so great you guys i am dead serious i'm so excited for it and so seriously it is really cool want to let you know about that and we hope you make it and so that should be a lot of fun so uh let's see That'll be Thursday, if I remember right. It's in the afternoon. So it's not actually during the middle of uh, the... Basically, it's not during the evening as we usually do. So if you're from Europe and some other parts of the world, you will still be hopefully plausibly awake at that time. And so that should be something, folks. We are honestly so excited. And so Polska Bear, thanks so much for your kind words. Appreciate that. Nathan Thompson says, hashtag flat gang. I'm a little bit worried. Jim, where are you? We might go to the questions for a bit just because I would guess a number of them are going to be for praise. And those we can wait until Jim gets back. Uh, Oh, let me just check really quick. Oh. There he is. So we are thrilled to have you back, Jim. Thanks so much, buddy.
2: two gyms oh no
1: <laughs> let's see i what we will do is hustle. okay thanks so much i'll let Sorry you guys about that. continue it's all
2: good
0: can you guys hear me now
2: yeah actually you're fairly clear right, yeah
0: okay um okay so just to go back to like my my opening statement just so we can establish something like I don't want to go into this like with like as like a, a black swan fallacy. Say, well, because I've never seen demons, that means that they don't exist or or, or whatever. Uh, like I'm I'm willing to grant that. Yeah, sure. There's there's possible there's these parapsychological phenomenon that just happen to be similar to uh, uh, um, actual um, psychiatric psychological disorders, um, but 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 the when you combine the fact that this this uh, this dualistic notion of of demons and the the misuse of them and the lack of them in the Old Testament and the development of them in the New Testament from like Enochian literature and this this uh, uh, Second Temple uh, um, Hellenized Jewish literature, I mean it it leads me more to, and 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 the fact that within Hinduism, and I'm a unicorn again that within Hinduism and within Judaism and within Taoism, you know, you have these, all of these, uh, different ceremonies, different, uh, different exorcism rituals that are done. Um, and they all lead to the same conclusion, um, about the same success rate. In fact, uh, the, in, in, uh, in Hinduism, it, the, the, the exorcism rate, uh, um, for for their rituals they say is is almost a hundred percent that that's completely unverifiable um, but the fact of the matter is is that people b- believe you know whether or not it is the case they believe that it causes the healing it causes a cessation of the the the, the symptoms the maladies um, I, I tend to believe it's mostly for attention or to, to promote some sort of a personal agenda um, and and more times than not an actual personality disorder or an actual mental illness. Um, many clinical psychologists, um, like I said, that they take issue with, with, uh, with Gallagher and his, his methodology, because he, like, he does use spiritual discernment, but the problem is that he uses it first. Um, even the, the, uh, the Catholic church doesn't do that. They had to update their, uh, their, their exorcism rights, their, uh, their, their procedure manual, essentially. Um, it's been the same for, uh, you know, 400 years, but they've had to update it because they have acknowledged the, uh, the prevalence and the not, and the, the understanding that we have in our modern world. Like demons used to be responsible for things like, uh, tummy aches, uh, um, swimmer's ear, uh, for uh, for rotten teeth, uh, for stuttering, for all different kinds of things that we understand now. So it's it's essentially a demons of the gap fallacy. The the demons used to be this big. They used to be explain everything that we couldn't explain, anything that we didn't have an explanation for it was a demon of some, of some sort, a, 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 a daimon or a, a, a lesser deity. It's not quite a God, but it's greater than man. It's somewhere in between. It's, it's those, uh, those, uh, those ethereal beings that just float amongst us. And that's kind of along the same lines that people like, uh, you know, like Plato and, and, and Socrates and, uh, even up all the way up until like, uh, uh, origin and tertullian you know th- th- thought of it um I- in fact socrates thought everybody had a demon or a a, a a a daemon but they it was our our self like our inner self our our conscious um that uh socrates i believe he said something like it's that it's that little voice that whispers behind my ear and 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 helps me decide what to do so i mean it's been interpreted so many different ways so for you to assert that they that demons are real but that they are agents of satan um who is also a second temple construction it's not found in the old testament um not as a a being anyways um not until you you uh, um you use extra biblical literature. Can you associate uh, um, the serpent in Genesis or the, the, the Hashatan or, or, or whatever? Um, so out of all the concepts of demons around the world, out of all of the, the evidences, quote unquote, for exorcism in all these other cultures, we're still expected to believe that the Christian dualistic interpretation of a demon as evil agents of satan that can only be cast out in jesus's name and hindu god's names and taoist god's names and you know and it's etc etc islam it, it it just gets harder and harder to believe it's like saying i want you to believe in unicorns but you have to believe in my unicorn, it's shaggy, it's got green eyes, and it's got three horns. We still call it a unicorn because the horns are really grouped together. So from far away, it looks like one horn, but not any of the others. So unicorns do exist, but just my interpretation.
2: Uh, can I have a just a quick conclusion there, James? <laughs>
0: of, of course.
2: Oh, Sweet um so there's a couple of things i want to i want to conclusion tonight i with i love i love talking with jim he's a great interlocutor but with all due respect exactly. james or jim he didn't uh respond to my peer review literature that i showed The i mean it was just a whole load that i i brought up
0: and i, I responded to to both of them
2: Well, I mean, no, I had, I had the parapsychology meta-analyses, and that means that there's an abundance of analysis, analytical, sorry, go ahead.
0: But but you didn't give me any examples, all you said was that there were over a thousand experiments that were, that were done, I didn't get any any specifics, I did address parapsychology as a, as a, a, a pseudoscience.
2: I gave you five of them, and, um... I, I outline each one. I couldn't. I was trying to click on one, but my my link wasn't going there. But so you can we can rewind and look at that. Can you but here's another? You give
0: me an example and refresh it, or was it in the video?
2: Uh it's in the video. But hold on, I'll, I'll pull it up. Give me one second here.
0: Okay, well, what do you what do you think is like the is is the best one? So we don't have to go through all of them.
2: Well, psychokinesis. I think that's a, okay. a really good one. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, what and just for for the, for the audience and, and and for me, just so I, I understand uh, what you're uh, what you're what what you're trying to convey, uh, what is uh, what is that?
2: So psychokinesis is the ability to transcend uh, phys- or we, what we would what you would call natural reality, which I would probably have a different uh, definition of that or a different understanding of that. So it it it's by definition, it transcends it's it's in what they call supernatural. And they've shown this on different different experiments, a hundreds or less a thousands. And so and I think what, what, that what
0: kind of experiments we're talking like? are we are they used uh like hold on re, like repeated experiments or yeah,
2: yeah. I'm just gonna pull it up because I actually exited it out. <laughs> so I thought the debate hold on. Here we go. I'm pulling up right now. <clears throat> or hopefully,
0: so, but psychokinesis again, th- there's no way to establish any causal mechanism, right?
2: Um, well, we could say mental causation. I think that fits well along with idealism and quantum mechanics. I would say, yeah, I would right. say uh, sure. Right. But
0: in, or, in order to repeat the experiment, it would have to be something that is observable and, and, and well, it is. It to be an actual event yeah. that we can observe.
2: Well, it is. It's, 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 there's plenty of um, experimental repeatable evidences we have and I, I outline them I'm still trying to I think my internet's going slow for some reason here we go so PK so psychokinesis on random number generators psychokinesis on living systems ESP in the Gans field remote viewing presentiment studies so which one you want me to go into and I'll go there's a whole um, yeah.
0: you said psychokinesis was the best you, that you believed
2: yeah okay but that, that, that's like telekinesis right same thing Oh, uh, it's in that same realm, yeah. Okay, All right, let's go with that. All right. This uh, my thing's getting kind of slow right now. I apologize for that, but um,
0: that's fine. But it was, but you know, like the things like telekinesis, like they're 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 seen as uh, as as pseudoscience largely in the uh in in relative fields right or relevant fields
2: right and we have professionals that are we're in those other fields and they say those are mischaracterizations of of science that they they, so we have people like our cardania or Etzel cardania and he goes into extensive he has a whole paper on this how they it is valid science it's repeatable um i could i I put the paper up it's called yeah Yeah.
0: just just one study like that that shows it being like repeated uh with -hmm. a a good control
2: well esil cardenia and the one i outlined it's a meta analysis, and uh it has it's 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 a whole load of stuff you can check out and um so that is valid it's it's valid science yeah what
0: what kind of control are we talking about though
2: Oh, uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I haven't really studied that. So maybe that's something I would need to get into more deeper. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, is that I think that's something that's like paramount when we're talking about like uh, uh, studies of, of any kind, or when we're trying to, to assess the the actuality of, of this, uh, this telekinetic ability. Because I mean, there's like Chris Angel, you know, hovers, uh, uh, People back in the in the old day used to read fortunes, have a crystal ball and they would make the table float. You know that magic tricks exist, but we can determine that those are magic tricks because we can establish a causal link. Uh, we can see what causes this, what causes that? And it's because uh, investigative studies are done into it to determine, what the cause is, whether out of genuine curiosity or whether out of uh, um, the the desire to to debunk them and and, and expose them or what what have you, um, but but in order to say that it is truly telekinesis or psychokinesis, um, I mean we have to establish that that is what's going on and not some magic trick or not some mentalism trick um or we'd see somebody just you know uh going to vegas and hitting hitting the uh the, the roulette wheel and just staying there
2: yeah so do you see this you, could, you guys is it up there showing yes so here's observation of psychokinetic effect under highly controlled conditions by Helmut schmidt so uh, this small. is yeah this is a journal so you can see the random here here's the um you said with the control conditions, well, here's even a visual, a visual of it. And, uh, they go through. So it's formal lab.ch. And I mean, you can, I mean, I don't, know if, I don't know how to make it blow it up, but, uh, here's the paper though. Observation of a psychokinetic effect under highly controlled conditions. So anyone can look this up. It's also in the journal of parapsychology in 1993. So this has been out in a while, um, and this is legitimate science. I don't see how you could not deem this le- not legitimate science.
0: I mean, I'm seeing stuff in the '70s and, and '80s, uh, but I, of course, I can't can't read it uh, scrolling. Uh, but what, what is the uh, what is the the conclusion of the of the experiment? I'm, I'm willing to, to to grant that the methodology and everything is is uh, is up to snuff. What's the what, what is the so, conclusion?
2: So the conclusion is that we have experimental data for, for psychokinesis or uh, parapsychological f- phenomena. And, and has this been uh, repeated? Yes. This is reputable. We have, again, thousands of experiments showing this.
0: Do, do we have anything since the 80s? Um,
2: yeah. And if, if, like, for some reason, the site's down... But it goes through the most recent ones we have during the, the most pres- see, present-ment, presentment studies. Um, so this is on the Parapsych- parapsychological association. Uh, people can check it out. Right now, I think it's down though. So I was—I mean, I was wanted to go there, but unfortunately we couldn't but i want to i just want to address one quick real something you mentioned about people getting healed and with these uh demonic possessions that's not that's not necessarily the case healings don't go with it it's just superhuman powers and we have documented evidences from so many police organizations at when it's a full moon out uh when people are getting caught doing criminal activity, especially when they are influenced with drugs, they have superhuman ability and it goes beyond just adrenaline. And uh, I highly recommend to check your sure. out. Mean, we're, we're, you're,
0: yeah. you're talking about drugs. I mean, it's not just adrenaline. I mean, you're introducing a chemical into your body,
2: yeah. which can
0: have and adverse reactions.
2: Yeah. But there's, there's a point though when you have five or six cops on you for one man, and, yeah, uh, like,
0: like PCP, like it's, a, it's, a, it's well known in, especially in, in uh, drug PCP. Um, you uh, 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 seemingly superhuman strength, but really what it amounts to is a, a, uh, a, a heightened, uh, not only a, a heightened uh, um, uh, adrenal release, but also a, you know, you're, they're high off their balls they're they're resisting they're running away who knows what they're they're thinking that they're uh that's happening to them they might think that that they're being drugged to hell by by demons who knows
2: uh, right um, yeah, well I think that's I think that to me is just maybe shifting the goalpost because if that was true, then the world's strongest men would be doing drugs to, to get the highest weight and they well, don't do that well, stuff. That's
0: not true. I mean it's it gives the illusion of superhuman strength because of their 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 resistance, because of, of their uh they they don't give up. I mean somebody who is just struggling No and, no no and no 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 that's not,
2: I I think that's a I think that's a gross distortion. No, there's actual recorded cases where uh, they took six cops to with their with their brute strength to to, to keep down someone that was on a, with some type of PCP or whatever it was, whatever drug, and they're saying there's just no physical possibility of that. We're we're talking over two thousand pounds of strength. Um, like bench pressing that, that, that much of strength, that, that just goes beyond limits of, of physical normality. So.
0: Well, I, I, right. Because it, that, and that, uh, and to, and to go along with like the, the increased strength, I wouldn't call it superhuman strength. Cause you're not talking about anybody. You don't have any stories about people flipping cars or like throwing buses or anything like that. It's always struggling against cops. Um, but uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, it's, it, it's common with the drug PCP. I mean, it's so common that whenever something like that happens, they can pinpoint it. So, I mean, unless you're saying that PCP is the demon, then, well, I mean, the, the, <laughs> then all you're doing is just like, it's just transferring. No, say,
2: well, no, they can have access to the demonic realm. And I'm <laughs> saying that, yeah, drugs is a gateway to the demonic realm. And there's just, so, you got to have a little bit of spiritual. It's hard to talk to materialists because... Um, when you try, I mean, I, I've,
3: yeah. I've, I've
0: tripped balls. I've, I've, I've taken acid. I've taken shrooms. I've, I've entered what I would consider the, the spirit realm, where I am no longer, uh, no longer in my shoes, so to speak. Uh, was that was I possessed then?
2: Could have, yeah. I, and see, that's the, that's the problem. And I, I don't even know if people okay. even realize they are when they. Okay,
0: so, get... so I'm, I'm willing to bet that we could have. How do you go about establishing whether or not I was?
2: um that's really not established only I can only refer to the biblical literature and that means like cutting yourself and things like that um you mean depression um, no I wouldn't say depression I'm saying it's it's like a mania it goes beyond mania
0: the the biblical account refers to a if I remember an inconsolable man sitting down who's cutting himself with a stone
2: right I don't know if that indicates some type of depression though. I think that's
0: sure it does. Of course it um, does. If, if, if if not an indicator, it's certainly enough of an indicator that you would explore that as your first option or should.
2: Yeah. I mean, it it could, it could uh, have, it could could reference that, but I don't know if it actually is though. So instead of
0: using spiritual discernment with my LSD experience, for example, I can just say, well, whenever I came down off of LSD, I was no longer in the spirit realm. Therefore, it probably wasn't demonic possession.
2: Yeah, but I see. I don't know. I was I can't really establish because I, I wasn't there. I, no, no professional was sure. there. So it's it's hard to um, give some type of diagnosis on that. I don't know. It could. Well, I
0: can promise you if I was tripping balls, I wouldn't be able to operate the computer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, but another thing is there's a difference between supernatural and superhuman, too. I think that was uh, – m- maybe you were uh, mischaracterizing that a little bit, but that's fine. I mean, so when I say superhuman strength, like it, t- it takes six, seven men to hold you down. I mean, that's that goes beyond the normal range of human strength.
0: Uh, yes, it does go beyond the normal range because normally we aren't uh, – um, we, we don't have our – pain receptors blocked. We don't have uh, this increase in serotonin and dopamine and and norepinephrine and and epinephrine and adrenaline uh, coursing through our body. Those are not normal doses for our body. Those are abnormal, extra normal doses, of course.
2: But you have to account that the other people that are trying to hold them down also had their own adrenaline. So it wasn't like they were just...
0: Well, sure, but they're not on PCP.
2: Yeah, but it's just I'm just saying, like to me, like you're trying to shift the goalpost a little bit there, maybe, but uh, because when you have six men holding down a fugitive or whatever, and they still can't even do it, it's it's almost a um, a futile task at that point. Then you have to start questioning things. I'm just saying, like I don't maybe okay, we, we can put it in the real Question
0: our police force. Stop weaponizing <laughs> them and start start making them work out
2: yeah maybe we'll go I'll to... just leave it there I'll leave it there
1: this might be a good opportunity to jump into the Q and a want to say thanks so much for your questions folks thanks so much to our speakers and we are going to grill them now with your questions so we appreciate <laughs> all of these first up appreciate long your as you question flip me when I'm done this one comes from Caleb, as he likes to be called Caleb thanks for your question. He says, "Congratulations on the win, praise!" Looks like he's he's trolling (laughs) you good, (laughs) Jim. All right, next up. Oh, we got a lot of trolls. But God's servant, thanks for your question. Said, "Good show as always, Modern Day Debate." The real question: Who cares about slime? Praise God instead. Thanks, appreciate. Glad glad you enjoyed tonight's show. I couldn't agree more. It's been an interesting one. Meow, meow. Meow. Thank you for your question, said Jim's Giving a bad in all caps name to PSI, aka PSI. Research by <laughs> Cardina, Broad, Storm, etc. PSI effects I have. are established beyond doubt by experiments, but demons are not. Anomalous informa- information acquisition is not. Demonic, stop! What's no? No, It's not for you, praise. They're well. Actually, no. It it is kind of for you too. (laughs) You're right.
0: I I honestly don't know. I'm just gonna say pass. Whatever it is.
1: Hmm. But so they're saying, hey, praise this. If people have some sort of clairvoyance, like if they're able to know something that in natural methods you could say they wouldn't be able to know they're saying it doesn't mean it's demonic praise what's your response no i never said
2: that no, no. so my argument is that if if the paranormal is demonstrable then that would also validate that the uh, demonology that would that would justify it or whatever you want to call it yeah
1: you got it and thanks for your question this one comes from meow 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 is back saying follow up on my super chat, I meant praise, not Jim. Oh, that's embarrassing. Okay, I didn't know that. Said, P.S. I may ask to come on to debate. Psy believers and doubters alike get so much wrong in terms of the literature and unjustified inferences. Gotcha. Thanks for that. Yeah, I
0: I, I don't take any claim to knowing anything about parapsychology. Um, I am... A uh, a one hour layman in that, uh, so
2: <laughs> yeah. I, so Jim, if you do me a favor, sometime time look up Dean Radin with parapsychology. You might be surprised. You got um, it.
0: I read him. I read Cardenia, um and I read um, what is this other one? Um, um, oh, that's that's Etzel Cardania I already read that one. Gotcha. Um, um Alcock and Child and Bim. Those are the ones
1: I read. Gotcha. Thanks so much. And thanks for your question. By the way, thanks. Someone put a poll up on Twitter asking whether or not you believe in demons. I think that was you, Robert. I got it's hard for me to remember already. But I retweeted it. So it, that's a good idea folks if you ever want to have a poll about one of the topics of our debates feel free to because sometimes it's just hard for me i'm i'm, I'm rough uh i'm kind of kind of running ragged with uh very little time and so if you do make a poll feel free to tag us just at us at modern day debate and we will retweet that as we get a kick out of those gurmania thanks for your question said question for praise why did god make demons if they're fallen angels why did god make angels that he knew would rebel why give them free will if he could have made them with love and knowledge of his goodness
2: well they see yeah that is he did give them knowledge of his goodness it's called the conscience romans 2 14 through 15. uh he wrote his he wrote his moral law and in, in our hearts so yes he we have knowledge of his goodness and yeah, free will is the, I call the, um, that
1: would be your explanation for that. Yeah. gotcha. Thanks. And by the way, is daylight savings tonight?
0: Um, it tomorrow? no, it's <laughs> trick or treat. I
1: think. I can't remember. Um, let me know chat. Thanks for your question. Having girl lemon. Appreciate it. It says I think this is uh Gavin <laughs> this is Gavin oh, <laughs> alter ego <laughs> so it says question for Jim Majors if the devil can quote scripture how can we know for sure he didn't write it hmm sir
0: what leads you to believe that the devil can quote scripture
1: gotcha I suspect that was a troll question I'm, I think they're uh, probably like the, the, old... the
0: tempting of Jesus in the wilderness I'm guessing they're referring to.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's probably what they're referring to, although I I think they're also not (laughs) asking it sincerely. I think it's meant to be a Poe, P-O-E question. They say, question for praise, according to the Bible, when did God create demons, and what plan for them do you think he had?
2: So in the the beginning, so I have a different perspective than the Young Earth Creationist view. I have what they call the gap theorist view, and I do believe that we all preexisted, in a past, or it was a uh, past earth age or world age, if you want to call it that. And if you read Proverbs 8.30, and I think it's Job 38.7, that we all lived in harmony with God. We all love God. And then uh, Satan was, um, he was elevated to a higher rank in front of, in, of the angel of the kingdom there. So there was some type of rebellion. And at that, at that rebellion, Revelation 12.4, that. They became demons at that point. So all of us are children of God. We call them – the best way to explain it is angels, but uh, you can call them superhuman entity or supernatural entities,
1: whatever. But, yeah. Gotcha. And Mm -hmm. let's see. Albert Bitcoin is allegedly a bot, according to Andrew Handelsman. I think Albert is – That does look a little bit like what a bot would say. Maybe (laughs) Albert, if you're the real deal, you better let us know because you look exactly like a bot. So thanks for your question. This one comes in from, you guessed it, Nathan Thompson. He says demons are real. They reside inside of globe zombies. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness Jim and Praise are you guys going to take that last I checked you guys both believe that the the earth is a ball
0: yeah, yeah but I'm the a, demon a realm baller. is flat but but the demon realm is flat
1: <laughs> there you go gotcha well thanks for that and this we do have other questions let me pull these up right here thanks so much for MP Empatocles, let me know if I mispronounced that, says, For praise, neuroscience and psychology can explain all the quote-unquote evidence for demons and possession. Why do you still believe?
2: I would say, yeah, but it has nothing to do with materialism. I think that uh, neuroscience, I, was, I actually have a, maybe have a debate in the making with... Uh, Leo Phyllis, on this, is the mind immaterial or, or physical? I have so much good evidence that it is immaterial. So, thank you for making my point. Yeah, it is evidence for the demonics.
1: Gotcha. And meow, meow, meow. Thanks for your other question, said Jim. Your skepticism of demons is clouding judgments on psi research. Read Cardina, two thousand eighteen. For starters, starters it's all in caps, they say I lacked Pronounce
0: Cardania, James.
1: Thank you. Cardani- Cardania. Cardania? News yeah, teammates. Cardania. Cardani- Let's get the little
0: <whistles> over the end.
1: Cardania. <laughs> Cardania. They said I lacked. Cardania. There's, there you go. I don't see an eye here.
0: No, no, there's not. It's, it's, a, it's a Hispanically impl- implied eye.
1: God. Oh, I see. Gotcha. The tilde. Okay. Uh, they say, for starters, I lack space to explain the data, but we can know if before how P, uh, psi occurs.
0: Okay. Well, I just want to say that even if if we can establish that psi does occur, I can I can concede that right now. In fact, I will concede that right now because I honestly don't freaking know. Um, I haven't done done enough research into it, but drawing the line between psy is uh is probable or possible or even does exist or is actual um drawing the line to demons exist there's not there's nothing that can connect that there there's there's just empty open space with no justification
1: gotcha and thanks so much appreciate your question from Let's see Michael Michael Dresden, I will humor you despite your typical (laughs) trollish nature, says for Jim, you keep bringing up the potential for abuse, uh, but are the negative consequences of an idea evidence that it isn't true?
0: No, it is just evidence that um, that other possibilities need to be ruled out before, quote unquote, spiritually discerning um, uh, whether it is or is not. Uh, demonic possession. In fact, even the the Catholics concede it. They revised their rites of uh, of exorcism in 1999 um, to to modernize their their rituals. And and part of their exorcism is first establishing beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is not a mental affliction. In fact, the uh, the priest is supposed to have an an accompaniment of. Uh, of, uh, of psychologists, psych, uh, psychiatrists, uh, of people who actually know what they're looking at.
1: Gotcha. Can, can I briefly disrespond I, to I, Jim's statement I there? Do it, but just because. <laughs> I, just because we do want to get through as many questions as possible, well, I, I hope cool. you're forgiving okay, for you. that. We do have another one. This one comes in from Samuel Lil... Ha-Home <sighs> he- Let me know if I mispronounced it, friend. They said you know you did. <laughs> Modern-day debate, uh, let's see, is not your average court case method functional for determining whether or not there is any natural phenomenon for the things the, quote-unquote, beings say or do via eyewitness and cross-examination, etc. I think there may be – Nice. earlier question they gave, it made me think that, like, court cases, they were trying to argue, like, can't court cases uh, a verdict in it? count for evidence i i think that's something to what they're doing now do you, do are, are they you saying know?
0: that I, i'm not allowed to ask for evidence
1: <laughs> let's see it's all right we can we can go on i'm not fully sure what it means to be honest um meow 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 thanks for your question again said by the way you should pronounce sigh as sigh okay great thanks uh, next up let's see uh Psy. carnivorous ape Get everybody correcting my pronunciation so carnivorous ape says can you ask praise why only religious people seem to get possessed by demons
2: well i think that's a good point maybe a lot of people don't realize they're possessed and they like it and uh maybe that's another whole nother realm to go or a whole nother path to go down to but it's usually the people that have spiritual discernment or uh, religious people that know god they know light and darkness and there's something wrong and they seek to get a change so maybe that's a good uh explanation for that
0: Gosh, you wouldn't yeah. think they'd be able to under the influence of a demon
2: yeah well i mean some people like it like some people like drugs so if if it drugs in you know possession, no no, no the I, same. I mean seeking help oh, okay seeking help under the influence of a demon
1: i gotta give praise the last word here then i gotta go to the next question yep sorry james no problem.
2: Yeah, so I think yeah, when it comes to supernatural
1: phenomenon
2: that most people don't understand it and that's unfortunate.
1: Gotcha. Meow meow meow. Thanks for your super chat just came in said I've been studying psi literature since 2005. ESP is like a normal part of human and non-human animal life. Yep. Jim is right that psi doesn't imply supernatural. Boom. Praise
2: um, so yeah, I, well that's not that's not congruent with what the, uh, the peers in the what what they're saying within their what amongst their peers in in that in that uh, classification of science. So I would say that's not necessarily consistent with what he claims.
0: Well, there's no consistency in parapsychology.
1: <laughs> Next up, Ellie Tamburini. Thanks for your question. Says to Jim Majors, do you consider Beyond the data. Like if you have no experience. If you have not experienced it. Maybe it's beyond the scope.
0: If you're asking. Do I speculate? I try not to.
1: Gotcha. Next. Thanks for your question. From Sahi Luke. Oh yeah. For a number of days. He said James. You don't read my questions. What's going on? Uh We do. It's just that. Sometimes they come in at the last minute. And I want to let you know, folks, if we ever, I, I do really, I hate doing that to you, though, because I know that sometimes we, we do miss questions. And so forgive me, folks. We're trying our best. Sahi Luke, thanks for your question, said, What is your main argument against Praise's case that included peer-reviewed supporting evidence? And then in parentheses, they said, Exorcism in general, different definitions of demon "Quote unquote" is irrelevant.
0: No, it's absolutely not irrelevant uh, because the the different classifications and the different uh, descriptions of of demons it it changes across the culture. Some of them anthropomorphize them. Some of them keep them as Pneumo, just as as uh, as as these these spirits. Um, some of them classify them as just lesser deities. Um, the uh, the Hebrew Bible, the closest thing you know to uh, two uh um, two demons is uh foreign gods or uh, idols the gods of uh of uh, of the moabites uh, the ammonites uh, the, uh Moshek, uh, it, it's um uh, I'm sorry Malek. um it's um there, there's the only consistency there is is after the established Dualism and negative connotation of demons in the second to third century CE. This is this is not some some ancient uh, um, uh, held belief. It's a a a borrowing and a uh, a a redacting of of a, a previously owned concept.
1: Gotcha. And Karag Night Wolf, thanks for your question. Longtime viewer of Modernity Debate says. Do demons make anyone do anything impressive, such as fly or breathe fire, and not just beat up cops?
0: I actually read a story about a demon possession. Uh, Somebody was possessed by four demons, and he uh, masturbated furiously for four days straight.
2: Praise! That's an admirable thing. There, no, I'm just kidding. Pretty pretty uh, amazing. (laughs) this that's some yeah, that stamina, is pretty amazing
0: some demonic stamina you must right have been there a
2: great master or a uh, master debater all right enough of
1: your guys's nasty <laughs> and like demon stories uh, a master
0: demon abater uh, praise this question
1: is for you they're making fun
0: of you praise what's your answer Uh-oh. no we're not we love praise
2: yeah, likewise. Um, I'm, I, I, I haven't really seen that. I guess that's part of the, I mean, maybe I should do more uh, accounts and what's going on with the the stories out there. I only know a few of them. I do know one, though, where um, where they came in as aliens or grave people or gray, or what they call slimy gray people. And uh, they lifted, they lifted actually lifted them up and, and they prayed in the name of Jesus. And they fell, they they came back down in the bed and they left. So I, I do know a couple of them, but I need to go into more of them, though.
1: Gotcha. Thanks so much. And Lamed asks, can you ask if Praise believes that jinns exist? Jinns are the Islamic version of demons.
2: Sure. I, it, it, just because there are other accounts out there, we doesn't mean we shouldn't discount them. They could be uh, somehow correlated. And maybe even, so I would say maybe the, um, the, the Islamic uh what is it called that's the quran maybe the quran was actually a fabrication but the stuff in there could be real so this it's good to have an open mind
1: gotcha want to say thanks so much folks we are thrilled let's see okay samuel lilholm says basically isn't the method namely <clears throat> A jury, let's say, finding a making a conclusion based on the evidence in court. So, a court case isn't the method a completely reasonable method to use for this subject, Jim. And if not, then why?
3: Sure, yeah,
0: it absolutely is. Uh, but part of um, evidence being supporting court is being able to establish a causal link um, from your evidence to the 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 defendant or the the. Uh, um, the, um, prosecution, you know, whatever you're, um, whatever you're, you're trying, trying to prove whether innocence or or the guilt, whatever you have to, you, you can't just say, I found this knife. Therefore he's, he's guilty. You have to establish a link. And there is no link between parapsychology and demons. There's no link between, uh, um, between claimed exorcisms and, and demons. Um, I've already established that there is a, uh a a a universalist like uh um concept of of uh possession and a concept of exercising these demons that are uh that that differ with the uh with the desired result
1: gotcha and andrew handelsman uh i think we did not get to read his, his super chat from the other night he insists we read it now so we'll read it <laughs> i'm confused I, he says it's about something about beta or soy, but his the only one I <laughs> the only one I see here Andrew is it says Austin I saw I saw you leave the dollar store with a NASA shirt, what's up with that? So I think that was your trolling. Austin, Witsit it gets it. I'm trying to figure where's Andrew. Shoot, I
0: wish I could get a NASA shirt for a dollar. Point me to that thrift store, baby.
1: I have no idea, Andrew. What you're you're are you trolling me, Andrew?
0: He's,
1: he's trolling you and your shmeetians. He says, beta. But yes, thank you for that. And we, uh, I have no idea. But I want to say thanks so much, everybody. We are thrilled. We appreciate our guests. Thanks so much to Jim and Praise. It's been a true pleasure. You can find them linked in the description to click and find them. And also want to let you know we are very excited, folks, to let you know that... We will be back this week. You will see, I think it's like, there's Jim Majors' twin brother, John Maddox, will be back tomorrow night. It'll be a tag team debate. It's going to be tremendous. Folks, believe me, you are going to enjoy it. That should be a lot of fun. Oh, and so, sweet. then Wednesday... Erica Gutsick Gibbon will be returning as moderator for an epic debate between her good friend Walker and Stanley. Texas Truth. Ranger? It oh. could be. Then... Awesome.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I command you, in the name of modern day debate, to subscribe
1: and like. Thank you very much, both of you, our demonic guests. We appreciate these guys and want to let you know, Happy Halloween, folks. We hope you've had a great day and night. Also, though, yes, this Thursday, bottom of your screen, Marxist versus capitalist. That should be a juicy one. And so, Andrew Handelsman, thanks so much for your support. in the chat says, hit that like button on the way out. Please do, folks. That does mean a lot. And so, thanks so much. We will see you next time, which... So Monday, that's right. So thanks so much and have a great rest of your night, folks.
4: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.